Radio Network. We've got Alan Watt from CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com on with us tonight. And uh, before the break, I was just mentioning this article. Uh, Mr. Watt uh, hit on a, a very important point that uh, the the American public, for the most part, buys into this propaganda because they've been indoctrinized into these federal education systems that we currently have that that really uh, the, the younger generation, I mean, I'm only 29 years old and I'm starting to feel like a, an old man because, uh, you know, I oppose uh, uh, RFID technology and I see the this younger generation uh, buying into this consumer commercialism uh, and uh, really uh, gauging uh, their fellow uh, peers by the uh, shoes they wear, by the type of uh, wheels that they put on their car, uh, almost anything that it, it really doesn't matter and it, it is consumeristic and uh, draws attention away from, from talking about real issues is what is popular and is what is pushed by uh, Viacom and these other uh, propagandist uh, organizations that are just uh, uh, bringing uh, Bernays uh, 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 propaganda machine to the 21st century. But uh, this article... And, and I know Mike has a, a great article on DARPA that we definitely want to cover with Mr. Watt, but um, uh, this article really shows, I mean, 6,000 applicants for just 300 jobs at this Walmart, and this is from uh, Cleveland, as a matter of fact, the plane dealer. Uh, as the world's largest private employer, Walmart is used to being greeted by large numbers of applicants almost every time uh, when it opens a new store, but the 6,000-plus people who applied for jobs at the new Supercenter in Cleveland's Steel uh, Yard Commons took everyone, even Walmart, by surprise. And, and this is this is attributed to uh, a, a, a really uh, uh, lower class. Uh, uh, dumbed-down population that has spent all of their time, rather than educating themselves, uh, uh, becoming uh, entrepreneurs, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, able to to provide for themselves through through uh, 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 real uh, tangible um, skill sets uh, are, are 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 stuck here, uh, left uh, uh, trying to vie for jobs at Walmart, and we're going to see a lot more of this, especially as the economy dips. And uh, more and more jobs are leaving the United States and uh, being uh, provided by uh, slaves from third world nations, despot dictatorships, and of course the biggest one of all, China. Um, I mean, Mr. Watt. I mean, what do you what do you make of this? Uh, I see a lot of children that are being raised into this matrix, if you will, uh, alongside this parallel reality, and it really seems that while uh, the the, the the gears for war and this this total uh, domination over the people of the world continues. We have a, a, a real class divide between people like like ourselves here that can really see past this really blatantly blind, uh, uh, almost silly and childlike propaganda. And uh, we see many people that are just uh, totally immensing themselves in this, and uh, uh, you know, vying for jobs at Walmart. 
Yeah, this again was decided a long, long time ago. Uh, the 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 Council on Foreign Relations, with its parent body, the Royal Institute for International Affairs in Britain, published a lot of documentation at the early, the beginning of the 1900s, and they they discussed a future world where they'd have to eliminate all small business. And the first country they tried it on was Britain. It became so impossible to have a small business in Britain because three quarters of your time was, was filling out uh, forms for red tape purposes to keep authorities happy, which was never. You were, they were never happy. And most of the small, well, all the small companies and businesses are gone completely. And so international corporations were to take over uh, the sphere of life for everyone. And that ties in with Professor Carl Quigley, who was the historian for the Council and foreign relations, he had access to all the records, and he was all for it. And he said the new system we're bringing in is a type of feudalism where international corporations will, the CEOs will be the new feudal overlords tied in with government completely, immersed with government. And that's technically what fascism is called. It's a fascist system. But they're using um, a form of collectivism. Now, I, I'm jumping now from the, to the Club of Rome, the other think tank that works with them. Uh, and the Club of Rome said that they looked at all of the structures of the world, the different systems, and what it favored most, uh, most strongly was the form of collectivism they used in the Soviet system. So at the top, you have a fascist elite uh, running uh, all the goods, all the things that you need to live, sustain items and so on, the food, the water, uh, the energy supplies, they would run all of that, they'd control your lives through that, while the, the massive bureaucracies uh, and league with police and different departments uh, would keep you in line in a communistic system at the bottom for the masses, and that's what they think of as being the ideal system, and it's been published in their own books. Well, the thing about it, which is is, is amazing, is that uh, you know we were talking last night about the IMF and World Bank, and how they're basically you know global predatory lenders, and, and breaking down each country and you know systematically, and, and the same thing is going on in in America. Um, but I did want to switch gears here to talk about this DARPA article. I'm sure you already know about it, but we talked about it last night. Um, the name of the article is uh, A Spy Machine of DARPA's Dreams, coming from Wired Magazine. Uh, the article says here, it's a memory aid, it's a robotic assistant, an epidemic uh, detector, an all-seeing, ultra-intrusive spy system. The Pentagon is about to embark on a steadily ambitious research project designed to, ca- uh, to gather every conceivable bit of information about a person's life, index the information, and make it searchable. Uh, it says uh, the embryonic life log, log, life log program would dump everything in an in- individual uh, does to a giant database every email sent or received every uh, picture taken every web page served every phone call made every tv show watched and every magazine read i I mean i mean this is this goes way beyond total information awareness i mean this this is beyond uh beyond orwellian and i mean and uh I, i sat last night looking for uh some of the articles on DARPA's website that they had taken down, but thanks to the Wayback Machine, I, I found their uh, original uh, LifeLog proposal information uh, pamphlet. And uh, it says here, uh, 
LifeLog is interested in three major uh, data categories, physical data, uh, transactional data, context and media or media data. Anywhere, anytime, capture physical data might be uh, provided by hardware worn by the LifeLog user, visual, or, or, or possibly even haptic sensors captured with the user sees, hears, feels, GPS, digital compass, and inertial user uh, uh, physical state. LifeLog also captures the user's computer-based interactions. I mean, it goes on. And, and this will have to be some sort of... Uh, 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 some sort of uh, a neural uh, interface. And, yes, there's no doubt. It, it's been, as I say, it's been discussed. Uh, it's, it's a must be. It will happen. It will happen. And they're simply acclimatizing us all to to the inevitability of it. This is how predictive programming works. And once the ID card comes out, well, it's a step towards it. So the next step is easier, and it's and it's just a step by step process of training us all. And they already have the, the superheroes in their games or in their cartoons for the young children with chips implanted that give them the superpowers. So there's the big selling point for that part of it. They're getting brought up to actually want it. It's quite simple. Yeah, I, quite a simple I see. Thing. I see propaganda how they used uh, the. I think it was a Marvel comic book game where they used RFID in that system. And of course, you know they'll market it towards children as they use children because children grow up to be adults and they become, yeah. you know, basically propagandized by. It. And I and I, I mean I could just see the commercials for it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean literally it's it's a matrix. And you know, I guarantee you. I guarantee you how they'll do it for, for the older ones. It's quite simple because they've done it already in another scale. Another format, and sex is the biggest pullers. They use primal drives, and sex is one of the strongest drives we have. At least it used to be before they altered us uh, in the last 50 years. But anyway, uh, the one thing you knew about the internet, even people who were completely illiterate at the very beginning, was, and the media made sure you knew there was lots and lots and lots of porn on it. You see. And I'll guarantee you, for an interface, they'll, they'll get some big star in Hollywood uh, having it off with some big starlet in Hollywood, and they'll tell you they've downloaded their engrams and the experiences, and you can actually be that person going through that actual act. And that will be the biggest seller ever. And people so will that's really Logan's fun. Yeah, yeah. Either that That's or how uh, they'll do it. I'm trying to remember which one had the interface where you could basically interface and have sex in the virtual world. Yes. And, 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 and they're opening it, like you say. Yeah. See, I, I, was, I was shocked to find how many people, the average people, were all into the, to the different uh, sex chat rooms and going right into this fantasy world where, as Marshall McLuhan talks about it, how how perception will be completely altered. You'll be talking to, to really void, uh, bodiless entities in the ether uh, via electricity and electronics. Well, that's what's happened. We're already isolated from each other as it is. Uh, that started with radio, then was further pushed with television so people stayed in their little boxes and were downloaded with propaganda via that box. Then the computer took over and now we're, we're all walking around in crowds with cell phones stuck to our ears. Uh, and they don't think of turning to the person who's actually physically there and talking to them. We're become more and more isolated as time goes on into this other world where we're talking to bodiless uh, um, voices that's coming through a little plastic set. Uh, that's intentional. And the next step is simply uh, going into the matrix itself. And it'll all be set up for you with your complete ID 
uh, your whole personality in there, uh, that'll be a place for you. And if they increase the stress level, which they're going to do in ordinary life, it's going to be massive, it's getting worse all the time, uh, then people will take it like almost like a tranquilizer, I'll try it for 10 minutes. And then I'll try it for a, a, a half a day. I'll try it for a week and, and t- until you're in it all together. Meanwhile, your sure. body will be a battery. You're an, you are a robot, basically. And they can program you to do any task they want because they've already said from DARPA you only use about 10% of your brain for your everyday activity. And they can use the other parts of that brain to program you to do manual work or whatever they, they want you to do that day. And you won't even know you're doing it. Well, sure. I mean, it really reminds you of a, 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 a scanner darkly. I don't know if you ever saw the movie or read the book by uh, Philip K. Dick, but uh, basically uh, people were so uh, uh, stimulated by this substance D. And, and, and it, it could be sex as well, and I think that that's mm-hmm. one of the big primal drives that you see uh, used. But, uh, I mean, even to it, – it's really hard our, ourselves. I mean, when I come home in the, the evening – I, mm-hmm. I drive uh, through my neighborhood, and all I see is the blue glow of the tube, or I guess yep. now plasma or LCD screens. And people don't go out in the neighborhoods. I mean, actually, I, I kind of live in a a nice slice of the ghetto here in Austin, Texas, and in a. a, a and kind of a uh, cul-de-sac, and actually go out and talk to neighbors and whatnot. But that's that's pretty rare these days, and, and it's really an acclimation of the people uh, 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 of the world into this this uh, this transhumanist society. I mean, yeah. we just see the 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 selling points. They're just now getting things like uh, neural in- interfaces really working through these uh, uh, World of Warcraft and uh, other uh, virtual reality video games. Uh, but, you know, uh, just look at Microsoft. Uh, Gordon Bell, I- I'm sure you're probably familiar with some of his work, but uh, he claims now that he can, he-, he has the technology to actually download the human brain. Uh, yep. And, um, you know, uh, and if you can download something, I'm sure you're not too far away from uploading it. Uh, yeah. I mean these these I mean these things really do sound wild. I mean I, I, if you would have th- if I would have thought that I would talk about this, you know, 12 years ago, I would have uh, probably probably uh, <laughs> thought mm-hmm. thought you were crazy. But I mean we see it being justified, and, and people now are being acclimated to it, and it's really yeah. being sold to us. And it's even hard for for people like Mike and myself. I mean Mike's in Tampa, Florida, or not in Tampa, but he he's in Florida in the Panhandle. I live in Texas. The TruthNet Radio Network. Is in Oklahoma, and I feel like a lot of these guys are my family. Uh, Mike yep. and myself, I, you know, we've probably uh, uh, he's seen pictures of me. I mean, you know, we 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 interface daily uh, with mm-hmm. lots of people that we don't actually have human interaction with, and yep. so uh, you know, it, it's hard ourselves not to be caught uh, uh, yes. moving into this technology because you know this technology. I mean, with the World Wide Web, the Internet, we can get this kind of information out to so many people. Uh, you look at, you know, 10 years ago, I mean, there wasn't really a patriot movement. There wasn't really this freedom movement that we see now today. I think a lot of that's attributed to the fact that, uh, especially 9-11 and all of this this horrible police state legislation, uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the justification for uh, uh, worldwide war, uh, 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 you know, the United States being used as this engine uh, of empire uh, destined to fall into the hands of the United Nations, which will come in as our, our loving government and uh, uh, enslave us. Uh, but, of course, we'll go willingly because we'll all be too busy uh, uh, 
having sex in the chat room with some that's neural right. implant. And that's the idea is to, to distract us from real issues. And I think, you know, uh, I, I still have a lot of faith. And that's the only reason I do this because I think that, that you know, the human spirit will outweigh this technology that uh, – It's decision think, time. That's the bottom line. This is now decision time. We know what's coming. There are people who are recognizing this fact. This is decision time. Are we happy to to go into this oblivion, this this uh, matrix where there's no individuality? And that's the real key for all the promises that you'll get in this matrix. It won't materialize. Eventually, they'll pull the main switch, and there's no more you forever. That's it, gone. You will never be you again. You won't even remember or have the ability to remember who you even were. You're an automaton like a Borg, and, and that is the, the entire agenda behind all of this because they want a totally controlled society where they don't have to worry about the general public ever again. They won't have to entertain us. They won't have to give us constant sports and all the other distractions or, or produce junk from China that we, that, we, that we buy and reward ourselves with at the end of the month like Pavlovian's dogs or rats, you know. Um, uh, they don't want, they won't have any of these problems and never have to worry. And I still worry, I wonder how come Lenin and uh, Bertrand Russell, uh, one supposedly top dog capitalist, one supposedly top dog communist, both said the same thing, that towards the end of the millennium going into the new, a method will come forth uh, which will eventually, eventually uh, see no need for policemen. Police won't even be necessary to control the public. They knew this agenda a long time ago. They knew it then because the sciences were already known then, and that's the key to it. We, we get from professorship down, that's the bottom level of science. They're not going to publish what they have in popular science magazine for you. That's to keep you living in the past. When anybody comes forth uh, and, and gives a declaration that they're working on something and one day they hope to, that, that's nonsense. They've already done it long ago. That's just to acclimatize you to the fact that it's coming. That's all it's for. And that's how the world's been run for over 100 years. Well, I can remember uh, when Aldous Huxley uh, uh, made uh, made a speech. I believe it was 1964, when he called for called for the ultimate revolution, where he yeah. said, you know, where television and radio can affect, you know, directly the mind body. And I mean, this is something I also wanted to talk with you about, you know, about television, and uh, you know, basically about how television. Uh, uh, get you to more simulated more your your right hemisphere your brain which is yep. uh, which accepts things in, in whole you know and if you watch television too much basically you get uh, I'm forgetting the the name of the chemical but it's a, like an opiate that that, that, that your brain generates yeah that that turns you basically into a junkie when you watch television too much yep. and that's yep. on a basic level. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and they knew that when they gave us television and. And uh, the, the, even the sequence, the, the, the flicker rate to harmonize, they love, love the word harmonize, with your brainwave uh, patterns, your, the speed of your brainwaves. And they did notice right off the bat that, that some people were into epileptic seizures with it. And so they did alter it in the early days to just go beyond that so it wouldn't do so much of that, have that effect. But it does put you into a hypnotic state. And you don't realize that uh, when you photograph a television screen or a computer screen, you'll see that rollover flicker. You don't see it consciously when you're looking at the computer or the television. But when you photograph it with a video camera, especially a tape chart, you'll, you'll see the flicker come. And that's a sequential flicker. It's hypnotic. And it's designed at that frequency to do exactly what it does, put you into a hypnotic state. 
Well, Sharon, uh, the other night, uh, um, Nick Begich was on with uh, Mike Chambers on the Midnight Rider show. And he was talking about just the, the 60 hertz frequencies that are, are produced in our homes uh, yeah. via electrical outlets. And mm-hmm. uh, he was talking, uh, uh, speaking to the fact that, you know, whenever we have a power outage, and, and I've noticed this as well, uh, whenever Everybody's the electricity is, you just, you just, it, it's a release. I mean, I can yes. literally fill my body just calm. Mm-hmm. And go to a, a more uh, organic, yep. natural state. And you don't. I, I you know, I live in, in Texas, and I, I go out and every once in a while. I, I try not to do it any longer, but I, I love dirt biking. I, I don't have the insurance for it anymore. And I, you know, as you get older, you get more worried about breaking bones and not being able to provide. So I don't do things mm-hmm. uh, like that as much. But you know, I don't really notice it because I go out into a field, and there's a, I guess, a, a point where you know, I, I slowly. Uh, acclimate myself to to being away from electricity but when you, you know a power shutdown happens in in my neighborhood i mean i can i can notice that switch and so there's there's so many things i mean we talk about uh, rf technology uh, i mean yeah. currently they can extract uh, uh, hydrogen from water using rf uh, there's yeah. so many things that 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 rf can be used for we we're talking about harp but uh, speak to the fact that um that that I, I think that the American people, the people of the world, for that matter, are, are, are kind of in a catatonic state because we have mm-hmm. so much electrical interference. Uh, yeah. We also uh, are, are infotained by our tubes as well as all the gadgets and gadgets that uh, mm-hmm. trinkets, if you will, that that really occupy our time. I, I see these people that play video games. There's nothing wrong with it. If you're if you love video games, I mean, you know, more power to you. However, you spend your leisure time. And enjoy yourself. Uh, you know that's what you're. That's what you're fighting for to to enjoy your time, and and hopefully uh, our children can enjoy theirs as well. But people put so much time and effort into something that uh, has no reality. It has no payoff. There's no physical gain from beating this video game. And, and I know people. You know, like I said, I'm 29 years old. We kind of were raised in the Pac-Man generation, if you will. Uh, that that spend you know 30, 40 hours a week dedicated to to, to uh, beating some video game, and at the end of the day, when they're done, they've they've consumed all this time. They've you know just stared at this. Uh, you know, I think it's 5.27 megahertz. Uh, 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 the flicker, the uh, the horizontal uh, tracing on the the CRT tube, or or whatever the rate is for these uh, new LCD and plasma TVs, and uh, they go into I mean literally catatonic states where they'll play yeah. it for you know four or five hours a day, and it, it's literally addictive, and it, it it consumes huge portions of their time. And uh, you know, the, I think that that's the, the uh, a huge problem with with the uh, the the people of the world uh, not noticing that we're we're uh, being slowly boiled in the proverbial pot like frogs here. But uh, what what can you say to uh, I guess some of the technology, the the, the RF frequencies, and how they they affect humans uh, today? It's very simple. They've known this from the beginning, too, from with the electricity. Because all data, all knowledge, remember, is power. So they've, they've always taken the pulse of the public on, on every aspect to see how it affects them. From the earliest inoculations to the present inoculations, the IQ has dropped. So has the physical body with resistance to infections. And uh, uh, they've modified the food that you're eating. And they did it with secrecy. 
It was admitted in Canada that Monsanto made an agreement with the Ukrainian government, a secret agreement for this elected government, that shows you the farce of democracy, <laughs> uh, to test the public accounts for 10 years to see what the effects would be on them. Now, believe you me, you don't get all these high-powered scientists uh, splicing genes and taking genes from all kinds of things to get a better potato as to have an effect on your body. And, and we're seeing the biophysical effects on the human body today because men are losing their potency big time. It just, it's a coincidence, of course, because it ties in with what uh, Charles Galton Darwin wrote in his own book, The Next Million Years. He said we will have to alter the hormonal levels of male and female uh, by different means. And he, he talked about the different methods of doing it, too, introducing it into the body, including inoculations or the water or, or various other methods. Some of them even talked about spraying it from the air. Well, all of that's been done. We're seeing the effects on the people. And when we're living inside a cage, we're living in a cage, as you see, of 60 uh, hertz cycles uh, per second. And that's, by, that's not by accident, either, I'm sure. Uh, you do feel this, this, this radiation all around you, and you do feel peaceful. And they found that out with the big power outage that went down through Toronto, down right through into the States a few years ago, that uh, there was less crime or there was less domestic uh, disputes. Uh, people were much calmer and relaxed during the whole period of it. So electricity has the function of making us all nervous and anxious. And then when you get into the predictive programming, all these games for the videos were made really for video games were made for by the Pentagon for, for the war industry to train combat soldiers to kill without thinking. And that's really why they gave this, this kind of stuff and really pushed it from the top. Nothing happens in culture, as Plato said, unless it's approved by the elite. Nothing well, happens, yeah, you see. And, you make and a they good wanted point. a a generation to grow up who would be desensitized to killing and we're seeing that over in the Middle East right now uh, with some of the atrocities that the, the, the different troops the US troops and the British troops have committed over there they're killing and actually enjoying it some of them I get a lot of stuff sent back from there that's not shown on NBC and, and oh, you would yeah. believe what they're uh, doing uh, to stick the around here. we're uh, up against the break here and we'll be there on the other side this is the yep. Intel Strike Report is Truth Net Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Intel Strike Report right here on the Truth Net Radio Network. Tonight we are joined with none other and Mr. Alan Watt from CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. 
Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the Rockefeller agenda here. And uh, don't be fooled for one moment, not one second, and think that these guys are eating the same food that you are. Uh, the fact that Bill Gates, Monsanto, and the Rockefellers are building an heirloom seed bank for the remnant in the Arctic, in the, I mean, cutting into a mountain and building a, a base for their uh, heirloom organic seeds uh, is no coincidence. Uh, these guys uh, have been talking about it for years, and, and Mr. Watt is a uh, an expert on these blue blood criminals. But I want to look towards the future and talk about uh, uh, some of the geopolitics, the the things that we see going on, because there are a lot of a lot of uh, uh, people in the New World Order, different people uh, vying for control. And even though there is a, a, a g- agenda of uh, uh, enslavement and uh, depopulation. Uh, at the same time that we uh, in the West are encouraging depopulation, we have people like Putin uh, in Russia who is encouraging his masses to grow and actually having uh, sex camps for children. It's really a, a, a brown shirt Stasi. And there's a lot of people vying for it. So, uh, Mr. Watt, I mean, what is your perspective? Do you see uh, uh, these factions really coming together? Because there's, there's so many people. I mean, you know, we have the illuminated ones. And not only them, but uh, all the other, I guess, power brokers, corrupted, non-blue bloods that are compromised, that work throughout the government and really carry out their actions. Uh, I see kind of the New World Order, uh, at least uh, today, is a kind of a mafia, uh, a mafia also uh, style uh, grouping of, uh, of people that all have a common goal. But they do want to, uh, you know, each one of them wants to be at the capstone of the pyramid. Uh, how, what do you see happening in the future? Do you think that these people will really be able to, to implement this New World Order, or do you think that it will crumble? Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I think if they ever crumble... Uh, from within uh, through their own conflicts with each other because they're psychopathic in nature there's no doubt about that um, I mean these are the descendants of many uh, generations of, of power brokers and tyrants and, and uh, royal families that slaughtered to gain power and were utterly ruthless for a century after a century um, and so there's always, they always vie for power amongst their own group, although they've had world meetings about how to control themselves and have come up with technological solutions even to monitor each other, by the way. Um, however, when the titans do fight, all the little people at the bottom get trodden and stamped into the ground uh, all around them. So one way or another, it does not bode well for the public. Before they come to blows with each other, I, I really do think uh, they'll have eliminated a good part of the population of the public before they even start uh, uh, fighting f- amongst themselves for, for top dog. Well, uh, they're all fixed on the same... You see, since they, they created it, the Darwinist theory came up uh, uh, to, to eliminate the old system religions, etc., beliefs and, and old power structures, and to bring in the new scientific one where they convince the public that you're just another animal and there's just too many of you and therefore you've got to be culled back. And they have done a pretty good job on the general public of indoctrination through nature programs and so on to convince us of this fact. So we don't mind so much. But we don't mind so much as long as somebody else gets killed off and not ourselves. <laughs> um, so, so, and yet that's coming. There's no doubt they're preparing for massive uh, uh, callbacks in the population, probably with plagues and pandemics. Is the ideal way to bring us down gradually. And um, 
I don't really see the conflicts uh, starting amongst the elite themselves because they do recognize each other. Psychopaths do recognize other psychopaths. Uh, very immediately well, in fact. Takes one to know one. <laughs> takes one to know well, one. Uh, the, question, the question I have for you is, is that, you know, there have been a lot of futurists to try to examine, you know, what, what's going to happen and what will be the main problems of society. And yeah. one thing they talked about, they said that uh, water, you know, they'll yeah. be fighting over water more than they will be fighting over gas and, and, yeah. and oil. And I, I think that, uh, like, you know, when you talk about weather modification and such, uh, um, what do you think yeah. about uh, how, how bleak our future will be, you know, when it comes down to uh, food and water? It's very, very bleak. Uh, the, the first big meeting they had was in Israel back in the 60s for the United Nations to do with taking over the world's water supply long before they discussed global warming or anything else to do with that. Because in a war situation, um, and this is a perpetual war on the general public, uh, uh, this is a war situation, and they see the public as an enemy that must now be controlled completely and a good lot of them eliminated. From ancient times to modern, you go after what the public need to live, the basic things, food and water, shelter, clothing. And that's what's happening. You're watching UN agendas steamroll forth to do with even putting meters on people's wells in the country, for instance. That's happening south of me in Canada. And and mandatorily putting in chemicals that you're not getting in your rural water supply. They want you to be the same as a city. Can't have you thinking for yourself and being bright and cheerful. Wasn't yourself, huh? So uh, that's, that's already underway. Uh, there's been no private property, according to the United Nations, in the new habitat areas. We rental only. Uh, ultimately, you'll get no money as such. Money is just, just something you've been trained to believe is real. And so the, the next exchange will be credits dished out by the government. You can't save them up, so it'll keep you all in the same class at the bottom. So you have an ultra-elite and a mass of, of uh, equals at the bottom, equally poor. And they'll use that as a form of control. If you're antisocial, you don't go along with your orders, then you, will pay, you can't pay a rent because your credits will be withdrawn as punishment. That's all been discussed. It's in the United Nations Agenda 21. There's been no, uh, the reason they never gave you any ulterior type of transportation and fuel was because it was not, never intended that after the industrial and technological age you will need to travel. So the United Nations in Agenda 21 has said uh, there will be no privately owned vehicles, essential vehicles only will be the rule. And so it's all been laid out. The future's been laid out for the general public. And right now, they've been given a glut of credit cards so they can play themselves. It's like mental masturbating uh, all the way until elimination time comes along. And uh, that's just keeping them all entertained and happy. They can't imagine this ever changing. They cannot imagine it. As the U.S. and the Brits and other countries are, are, are killing off people elsewhere in the world who won't join this, this world club, uh, the people here are just entertaining themselves to death, thinking there's going to be no tomorrow. And it's coming our way. The big boys have published it all. The think tanks themselves have, have released a lot of documentation because they're so confident now. And, and it's, it's decision-making time right now. Are we going to maintain ourselves and retain our humanity, being humane to each other? Uh, or are we going along this path to oblivion, which is going to be massive culling in the population? 
uh, eventually training people to voluntarily be sterilized to save Mother Earth. That's coming. They'll train them in school, and they'll do it quite naturally, thinking it's true, uh, and they'll get little credits for doing so. Uh, <laughs> sure, or I mean, the, are we going to stop it? Uh, and, and the thing is, too, the, the great trick of all of this is you realize there's nothing the elite can do, or the police, or any of these guys who are buying all this super uh, equipment to containers. Or there's nothing they can do without our compliance. You realize that? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, Google, if you use uh, their email service, the Gmail, they goes through every one of your emails and does an analytical scan of the, the words and phrases and gives you customized ads. You give up your Fourth Amendment rights to use Google. You allow them to search through your private email in return for this free service. We see that with voice over IP services. Uh, everything in my AT&T cell phone is property of AT&T, uh, and that goes for Sprint, any one of these other ones. So uh, definitely it is a, 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 a willing enslavement, this cashless society control grid, uh, taking uh, real uh, physical uh, assets out of our hands, uh, money. Uh, and like you said, I mean, money is just whatever you you happen to believe it is. But uh, definitely uh, uh, using this new religion to to uh, justify a, a feudal system for the, the, the underclass, i.e. you, I, and, and Mike, mm-hmm. because I haven't got an invitation here uh, lately to a uh, Bilderberger Club meeting or uh, no. uh, or uh, the, the, the Scottish Rite for that, that matter. But, um, you know, that's the thing that we really have to get out to people is that it, it, it is a choice. We have to uh, realize that if we oppose it, and we expose it for what it is and, and, and expose this, this elementary level propaganda to the masses. And I think yeah. a lot of people are starting to see through it uh, because uh, uh, you, you see uh, NBC having to refund advertisers uh, uh, money. You see that uh, uh, websites like mine, blacklistednews.com and, and uh, intelstrikereport.com are, are rivaling Sean Hannity, uh, Bill O'Reilly. These guys are on Fox News. Uh, they have uh, millions of dollars in PR. They go on book signing tours. They have, they actually have secret service following them around. And, and my website uh, draws as much traffic daily a, a, as many of those. So there is a, a huge amount of people that are dissenting away from the propaganda. I think that the that the administration here currently has proved over and over again, and the Democrats as well that that it's really two sides of the same coin. And I think that there is definitely a a, a civil unrest uh, going on uh, here in the United States. Uh, I don't think that we have ever seen uh, a, a more depressed dumbed down society that is uh, uh, overly drugged uh, throughout history. And, yeah. and that's what they're trying to do. Put us all on psychotropic drugs. If you have mm-hmm. any kind of, uh, if you have any kind of nervous twitch or if you, if you don't want to pay attention to your federal instructions from your, uh, 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 teacher, then obviously you have a disorder. You need to, um, you know, have your, your neural receptors burned out with some, uh, methamphetamine based yeah. drug. But you're right, Mr. Watt. I mean, it's really up to us to, to get out there, expose the, these, just uh, like I said, I mean, it's elementary propaganda. I mean, if you just look back to World War II, and, and when I was a child, I, I was raised on Bugs Bunny, and they had yeah. very subtle. Uh, well, I mean, it was it was subtle to me at the time, but uh, propaganda and. and 
uh, you know, it is just, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, really, the, the Viacom is, has done so much for the, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess, originators of modern propaganda, like uh, people like Bernays. But uh, you know, people are cutting through the matrix, if you will. And I see a lot of people dissenting. It's just, are we going to do it? Uh, uh, soon enough, because uh, I agree with you. I don't think that this new world order can sustain itself. Uh, these people are inbred degenerates uh, to to get into uh, uh, these uh, hierarchies of power. If you are not already a blue blood, you have to be so compromised and, and really have no soul. Uh, and uh, you know the the infighting will definitely uh, come, and I'm sure that this new world order will fall. It's just a matter of how many Americans, how many Canadians, how many people throughout the the world will fall along with it exactly and there's always more at the bottom fall than the ones at the top yeah well sure i mean I, I, you know al gore might be able to pay uh you know a seven thousand dollar electricity bill and still preach that he cares about global warming i can't even <laughs> i don't even uh make as much money as his electric bill uh costs so, well, it's so, so interesting too because he has a a little um a guest house attached to his biggest state and his guest mm-hmm. house, uh, I don't know if you've seen the, the bills, the people found, found that the bills were just... Oh, I've seen them, yes. Uh, it's almost like half of New York. I mean, basically, it's incredible. <laughs> and this is the allegory of Al Gore. You know, they always find jobs for these guys. And Al Gore's history itself goes back quite a ways. Um, he was brought up with, with the boys from Arm and Hammer. Uh, and, and, and of course, oh, all about they? them with the Soviet Union and so on. And these are the same characters all down through history and their lineages. Uh, and then you saw that in the previous uh, race there, you saw uh, Kerry, who, who married the Heinz uh, millionaire, Baltic billionaires. Uh, they were already tampering with their food supply when they introduced all the packaged food. That was all part of the whole thing of dumbing us all down. Oh sure, I mean Teresa Teresa uh, uh, Hines. Uh, she is a board member, actually filling the position of a uh, organic scientist uh, currently for the FDA. And yeah. if you eat any frozen food, and I did this, and I used to eat frozen food, and and I just would you know pick up and say, okay, well let's see what we're eating today. And you know it was uh, Valley Farms food, all these different corporations. And as I started researching them, every almost anything that is frozen that you eat, you are paying your penance to Teresa Hines for your fine GMO product. That's and, right. And, yeah. and, and most people, like you said, uh, you know, we were talking about earlier, all of these small contractors that are supposedly uh, releasing this new technology, uh, they, uh, it, it seems like it, it, uh, more of a corporate, uh, corporatist state. Uh, we yeah. really have corporations uh, 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 uniting with the state to, to create this fascist dictatorship, if you will, or I guess it's a semi-socialist fascist soft tyranny that they're, they're trying to create this utopian paradise around us. But uh, it, it, so much of this stuff is just out in plain view, uh, especially with uh, Teresa Hines. I mean, if anybody uh, should not uh, be uh, in control of what is organic, it would be her. And yes. I mean, who, who would have thought? And this is, this is how ridiculous this is and how, how easy it is exposed. Our president here in the United States is the grandson of a man who actually tried to install a fascist dictatorship yep. with uh, the DuPonts in the United States. I mean, what is the chance that, you know, out of the millions of people here in the United States, we get a choice between uh, uh, the, 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 the husband of a billionaire heiress 
uh, really a, a royal elite blue blood and a, uh, a staunch psychopath with a, a family history of uh, tyrannical intentions. And, and still, I mean, it's all out in public view. Handling uh, you know, your you food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hampering with your well, food supply. Before we before we really uh, move on to another topic, I, I want to ask him about uh, GMO foods and what he thinks about it because uh, Dupont and Monsanto have been cornering the seed market, and then basically, uh, you know, uh, whatever whatever it is, the vegetables or, or fruit and such that you eat will be uh, in the not so distant future. Uh, all coming from Monsanto and Dupont. Well, what are you, yeah. what's your opinion on GMO foods? Oh, there's no doubt that it was meant to turn us down. I mean, I, I looked into what the aristocracies of Europe eat, where their food supplies come from, and uh, you, you'll find even with, uh, for instance, Prince Charles, and uh, he's only one of many of the, the descendants of the, the, the Norman, the Normans who came into Britain and you know, all through Europe. And they still have hundreds of tenant farmers all over Europe who who grow their, their food for those families. And uh, they have cattle, too, that aren't given all the inoculations and who eat the natural foods as well. So they don't eat what we eat at all. Uh, they never have. And so, oh, sure. Um, I mean, they're so I, I proud of it. You can actually do... Well, I was just going to say, you can actually uh, look. I mean, they're very proud of their private orchards and farms. And, and one of the things you were talking about earlier are our immune systems. Uh, there are so much antibiotics that are uh, introduced into the food system through cattle, through through uh, you know uh, cross-species chimeras that they're creating in corn here uh, that – it, it really acclimates our body to this, and it makes uh, you know antibiotics for infections. Uh, uh, our body, you know, uh, doesn't respond well to to uh, antibiotics because we're getting so much of them on a day to day basis. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine, he uh, his wife, he had a, a little scab on his leg, and you know he scratched it and didn't think it was any big deal. Spent three days getting intravenous uh, antibiotics in in a med ward to, uh, to because he had. Stab- and, and yep. things like this, we didn't see, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, twenty, now, thirty years ago. Are, are shot. Our immune systems are shot, and they started with inoculations. I'm convinced now, looking over the histories of inoculations, uh, especially after the ones who introduced inoculations, like Mister Mister Salk, who was a head member of the Eugenics Society, who wanted to reduce the population, suddenly gives us the polio vaccine. Uh, and uh, and other other ones of his ilk, they're all they're all the same characters. They belong to the Eugenics Association, who believed in superior types and fear types, and they believed in fear types should be eliminated from planet Earth. Uh, and they published their, their 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 books on this. These same characters before they became the heroes that went out to save us from infections. So here's the wolf again wearing a white coat, and suddenly he's a very good man. Uh, our immune systems, our, our immune systems, literally have been have been drastically reduced since 1950 onwards. Drastically reduced, and we're being bioengineered by the food we eat because they did not, they say, employ scientists and pay them such high sal- uh, salaries in such total agreed secrecy with governments uh, agreeing to it uh, to, to to make a better potato or a better carrot. 
um, remember plants uh, create many kinds of uh, things, uh, different enzymes and so on, that your body will uptake and direct you to your brain or different organs, etc. We're seeing the physical effects on the public now. You have very obese people who are technically starving, uh, that their bodies are starving, they, they, they're, they're lacking nutrients, they can eat as much of the junk food as they want, they're not getting the nutrients, and so they're always hungry. But we're also seeing the physical changes in male and female. Professor Carl Quigley mentioned that phenomenon back in the 60s and how men's, men's, men suddenly were, were getting narrower in, in the shoulders. Um, women were becoming more masculine looking. And we now see, see fat being put on in the bodies of male and female that didn't exist before in places where it didn't go before. Uh, we're seeing biological changes happening and we're living through it. That doesn't happen. Even if you believed in evolution, it would take millions of years to get a noticeable effect. It wouldn't happen in a matter of 30, 40 years. Well, you're Some talking about cause. evolution. Um, there was an article in the Daily Mail that they talked about how th- uh, that uh, they say that uh, that you know we will evolve into being uh, two separate different uh, yeah. people. <laughs> you talk about the you know the, the the go back to the Morlocks and the Eloi, and I really think that's their plan. You know where they have uh, they have their elite race and they have their servant race. Oh, there's no doubt. So they've, they've talked about it again. Charles Golden Darwin. He was the grandson of Charles Darwin. And remember, Charles Darwin was one of the most interbred families that, that ever existed. Uh, all of these characters are the main heroes in history. Have to be interbred psychopaths, uh, and the Darwins only intermarried with with uh, the Wedgwood family for about five or six generations. Each one married a Wedge, Wedgwood. Uh, Charles Martin's uh, Charles's wife died. She was a Wedgwood, and and his second wife was actually his his aunt, his mother's sister. Before we uh, wrap up the show, uh, and uh, we really appreciate you for doing the show. It was great, and we, we would love to get you on in the future. Uh, uh, do you have any uh, websites and uh, books that you'd like to plug? Yeah, they can, they can look into my website at cuttingthroughthematrix.com and on what Sentinel's got a lot of done robot transcripts. But also you can get my DVDs, uh, CDs as well uh, for sale, my books for sale. And I go into a lot of this and the techniques of how you're being controlled. And I try to make it, um, I try to deprogram the people with the, the books, with a technique which makes them start to think. Because we've all been trained to see things in a certain way. We're, we're, we're downloaded, we simply parrot it, we don't participate in thinking. And I try to make them think as they're reading my book to show them what's really in front of them. And, and bring them alive, get their minds working again for themselves. Yeah, we, we thank you for your time, and it was, it's been a great show. And um, uh, again, uh, you can go to his website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com.